0: Plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are now listening to the Save Cast, the number one old school runescape podcast featuring guests from all across Galenor. To support this podcast, visit the Patreon link in the description.
2: All right, welcome to the Sabe Cast number fifty-five with Skidler or elliot as i'll call you what up elliot how are you doing today yeah not not
3: too bad how are you i'm doing man i i fucking hate a countdown hey (laughs) (laughs) you just sat there like five four three (laughs) every single
2: every single A cast (laughs) alumni would just know because i do it every fucking time i did the five four three two take a two second pause and go so hopefully not too intimidating
3: no it's okay
2: so um, I gotta say I'm I'm pretty excited to get to talk. I've been watching your stream for I don't even know how long. I've unfollowed you at one point. I re-followed you at one point. And yeah, uh, honestly, the past few months I've been watching you. I've actually been
3: obsessed with your streams when I can catch them. It's been nice. Oh, thank you. That's really really nice. I appreciate that. I um I it made me laugh the other day um when you were in my chat talking about the podcast and I said. How come you never fucking ask me, and you say, because I do not want you on my channel in any way, shape, or form? <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I don't know why I even said that, to be honest. Like, I, I was thought, so I thought... out of it. No, no, no. I was just like, he said it as a joke, but he fucking means that, and I know it was. <laughs> but I, I'm, not, I'm not bothered by that, honestly. Oh it's all good. God. I appreciate you asking me on that. I'm good. I'm. Ha- I'm happy to be here. No, I uh, I actually was
2: very happy that you showed some interest in it because uh, yeah. I love getting bigger guests on. It's always just nice talking and seeing how they got to where they are. So yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I guess let's kind of go into it. So potentially some of my listeners don't know who you are. Uh, yeah. So if you could just
3: go into uh, who you are for a little bit. That'd be awesome. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm Elliot. Obviously, as Mr. Bay has already said, um, I'm known as Skiddler on RuneScape. Um, I've been playing RuneScape in like just as a game for oh man. I always I was so used to telling people it was like thirteen years. That was I don't know. I feel like everyone goes through a, a stage where people go, "How long have you been playing RuneScape?" And you go, "This long," and then you don't realize how fucking old you've got. <laughs> And now I'm having to sit here and go, okay, actually, no, it's nearly, it's nearly 18 years now. Dear <laughs> oh God. God. I'm still playing the same fucking video game. <laughs> um, yeah, I started streaming um, just around the start of 2015, I think. Um, and starting streaming was just something that, so I, I'd never ever even heard of Twitch. I used to watch YouTube a lot. Um sorry p- pardon me in advance. Uh. <laughs> oh god, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that Pepsi was sitting bad. Um apologies. Um I used to I used to watch Rune Shark. I was absolutely obsessed with Rune Shark, um back in the day. Oh yeah. Um yeah yeah, it was like to the point where I would I I didn't I didn't have any sort of social media um at all. Uh, I was I was very late to any sort of social media. Um, so I had no information about when they uploaded other than if they told, if they told their audience they were going to be uploading on a certain day on previous videos. So I was one of those freaks that would sit there fucking refreshing my YouTube subscription box. Um, I would be like genuinely ecstatic when a RuneShark video came on. But I, like I said, I'd not, I'd not heard of Twitch at all. Um, I found Adam Boaty through them, um, when they had him on for they did a they did a 24-hour slayer stream um where they had various guests come on throughout and and Adam was one of those guests and uh I found out about him through them and then he was the first ever person that I watched on Twitch um and then I remember he talk, he was talking about another streamer so in my mind Twitch was like in my like stupid naive mind Twitch was this tiny live stream platform that at first i was hesitant to even go to because it was like oh yeah i'm gonna be like i'm gonna be live streaming guys check the description and click that link yeah. <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is switch <laughs> <laughs> so i clicked it anyway one time and then he he was talking about another streamer called tom referring obviously to aoa tube yeah um and he was he. He never said his actual Twitch name. He just referred to him as Tom. So after watching a fair amount of Adam, he said his, tw- his Twitch name and said he was back on Twitch. And I watched his stream one time. And this, like, no, you know, no obviously offense to Adam intended in any way, but watching Tom and Adam is kind of different, isn't it? Like, when you're watching Tom, it's more of like, um, I don't know if you've watched much of Tom, but when you're watching Tom, it's it, it feels more like you're watching... Just like your average bloke, kind of playing a game and talking. Okay. Whereas watching can Adam could be could be pretty intense sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I was like, "Fuck!" You know, he's like, he's playing this video game, just doing doing X, Y, and Z, and making it entertaining without really putting in any effort to entertain. He's just an entertaining guy. This looks like fun. Um. So then Tom sort of inspired me to one time just go live for a laugh and. We ended up becoming pretty good friends um through like some of the people that watch him found me and then we became friends through that and then yeah wow Sorry, I've, I've, i feel like i just haven't stopped talking for
2: like five minutes <laughs> no you're good i've been fucking loving this it's cool mm. to hear origin stories of people
3: yeah so that's uh, you you're like yeah tell me your name and i'm like yeah So <laughs> here's my fucking life story mate <laughs> no the life stories go on way longer
2: generally like I've had guests on that talk for an hour and a half about, like, how they came to old school. So, you're totally good. Yeah. So, Twitch. Yeah, I mean, I think I joined Twitch in 2015. Like, late 2015. And I had no clue what it was. I was pretty... I was kind of a boomer at that point. I had no idea what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's when I started playing old school as well. So, I started playing
3: old school and watching Twitch at the same time. Had you played... um... Runescape prior to old school coming out or was old school your first taste so i had played in 2004
2: to 2007 and then i okay. quit for eight years i never thought about the game went to yeah. play guitar hero and other random games call of duty with my high school friends and stuff yeah and then it wasn't until i was in doing summer sales in las vegas where my roommate was like have you played old school and i'm like oh that shitty game that they ruined
3: oh no i haven't played that <laughs> so yeah no, but i remember that's, that's when I started. When Old School came out, I wasn't going to play because I was super, like, super addicted to RuneScape. Um, But I wasn't very good. (laughs) I'd like... I remember I just got, like, 99 Prayer, um, and I was just on my way to getting overloads. But, you know, as somebody that's not very good at the game, making that much money pretty much was me slaving Frost Dragons um, for hours and hours, so the idea of starting from scratch but you know you know when you when you're 11 years old when you start playing the game everything takes an infinite amount of time longer than oh, it does yeah. when like like nowadays everyone's so skilled like yeah. not only in terms of knowledge of the game but in terms of mechanics it's it's so much easier to to start an account and be in a position where you're like holy shit you know we we're, we're already here that was quick but you know if you looked at an account that was like 1500 total when you were 11 years old it It seems almost unreachable yeah 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 like 70s like black dehyde and shit i was like okay um so yeah the idea of the idea of starting again when i was already you know at this level of the game with like my chaotic weapons and turmoil and stuff like that i was like this has taken me so many years of my life i can't even fathom being at square one like level three (laughs) walking off tutorial island sounds like the worst fucking thing in the world but my little brother actually convinced me to play. And um, here's a, here's another fucking tangent for you. Um, I was in Ardy Square. I just started picking up Silk. And it was back when random events were still aggressive. And a bot was getting bolted by rick turpentine wow. <laughs> did they really so i didn't play yeah. when they were aggressive did they really start fucking bolting you down yeah 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 Jesus rick turpentine Christ. if you didn't speak to me just pull the crossy out and start <laughs> slinging bolts <laughs> and this this bot was obviously broken and it was like we're two days into old school so like gp is you know is real valuable yeah and i've seen this bot he's died i'm the only one near him um Picked up 56k, bang. And Damn. then th- at that point, I didn't want to stop playing. Um played for just under a year. And then similar to you, I, I had 10 mil cash. I had a few I had like a few barrow sets, stuff like that. And it was just before God Wars was released into the game that I quit as well. And I quit for about a year, and then I came back and I logged in and I went, holy shit. I don't remember having this much stuff. I had, like, full barrow sets, 10 more cash. Um, and then I went and I joined a clan and started going to God Wars. And from that point, I have not stopped playing. <laughs> nice. So what were you streaming initially? Ooh. Were you just streaming your main account? Just yeah, 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 yeah. I was and just streaming kind of my main account. Um, it was primarily a combination of, like, God Wars and Slayer. That was you know god wars slayer and clues the uh the old school trio back in the day yeah um so that was that was pretty much what i started with and then obviously more and more contents released and iron man was something that i never thought i would get into when iron man came out i was like the fucking worst thing in the world would be not being able to trade people god it would be so long um pardon me again jesus apologies for my flatulence and now here we are i don't know how many iron men i've made i've had like <laughs> I've, I've done like oh, 99 slayer on like two accounts i've had another three accounts in a year that i've done the one to 90 uh one to 87 slayer grind on jesus fucking hell man that grind sucks by the way that is no longer fun to me i I feel like at the moment and at the moment as well with RuneScape I'm in a position in the first time in this many years where I've actually started to feel like I'm burning from the game and I feel it's that early man like uh, early game grinds like doing them over and over again so yeah. much content came out I soloed like 1500 raids on my iron before I got a Tebow. still don't have a Kodai. still don't have ancestral pants still oh don't have an elder and then I made and then I made the hardcore um Oops. got to song of the elves um finished it did corrupted gauntlet was about i was doing the tier three method which you know I, I corrupted Gauntlet's pretty easy doing the tier one method but i thought what's the what's the point in risking an account that i've got like 30 days playing time on yeah. um one misclick i'm doomed so i did the tier three method which is so tax have you done it
2: no oh i've done it once and it was fucking awful i was like yeah how do you... it is like i saw the Roydy literally do 900 of those and i'm like you are actually
3: a sociopath for doing that yeah yeah it's it's just it's not fun click intensive it's like it's just stressful and it's rng (laughs) so like sometimes you can actually just get fucked over even though you're doing it perfectly yeah yeah i know i i I acknowledge the fact that i just started so i was sort of like just under 10 kc my tier three runs were getting better but my stats weren't the best Um, so I, I, I practiced on my normal Iron Man, which is like max combat or whatever. Um, and I got, I got them down pretty well, actually. I was sort of after I practiced for about 12 hours and got to sort of like 80% success rate on the tier three runs. And then I started on the hardcore Man, where my stats were nothing in comparison and found that I was sort of completing one in every 10 attempts. So it was pretty shit, but I ended up getting about seven or eight KC and then, um, it was just a it was just like a, f- a 15 second world lag spike uh, on the same tick that hunlev released the tornadoes i watched myself die and then about 3 seconds after i spawned out with a grey helmet i could move freely again like there was no no problem at all <laughs> i remember that clip in fact wait where, where did i just watch that did i just watch that on twitter or was that on a behemoth
2: highlight or some shit was that on um, like the year behemoth thing <laughs> where did my, i just watch that been? yeah yeah no that was just so upsetting like
3: you just deal with you just watch yourself just die (laughs) it sucks and i was like you know what group iron man comes out in two days it's fine and then i found myself starting again so i'd obviously done the unofficial gimp with the with the aussies uh, and the kiwi ron um which was super super fun and i was like you know when this comes out again this is going to be great but I I think like a lot of us, bar Ron, who didn't really put any effort in the first time round, everyone else is kinda like, man, we've created these accounts too many times and we're just sort of taking it at a really slow pace. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think about Group Iron Man in general?
2: Being a, um, being an, an actual game mode now? Because I feel like you guys were the the pioneers of it. What did anybody make a group, an unofficial group Iron Man before
3: you guys did? i'm not too sure i don't want to say no in case someone has and then everyone goes you fucking arrogant piece of shit (laughs) well you're the first person i ever saw doing it with uh perp and ron yeah yeah so i'm not too sure I, i i don't know i i think if anyone else has done one an unofficial one i think we probably got further just based on the fact that i don't know anyone else that did um but we were putting in criminal hours and having so much fun with it um and then it sort of we. I remember that was another. Yeah, that was the that was the eighty seven Slayer grind again. And I did that, and then I, I I grinded all the boys whips and tridents whilst they were away. And then, and then I woke up to a Twitter DM like, "Yeah, we're not doing this anymore." Jesus Christ. Ron was like, "I don't want to fucking do this." Jake's like, "Jake's like, oh, I can't really find the uh, time to put any YouTube content out. Fuck it." So I was like, "Yeah, fair enough. It's cool." You know, I'm not bothered about that. That's fine. So, But I was super looking forward to the official version coming out there. Um, I'm just... Because I've literally just got to the point I wanted on my previous account to start again, I feel like a bit of a remake. Um, and it's not been good for the motivation of the game. But once I slowly crawl my way up to Hunliff again, I'm sure I'll be cruising through. Yeah. So what do you but like I- most in the game? Do you like... Uh late game stuff or do you
2: think you would like late game stuff more um but clearly you just despise early game at
3: this point yeah at this point i do despise early game i like um well my favorite sort of facet of the game is probably pvp so i trybrid a lot like that's what i did all the time when when i first started streaming i was i was doing slayer and stuff and then i learned how to pk and venge pk and then dh and then i moved on to hybrid and then eventually tribrid in um and just put in a criminal amount of hours into learning how to tribrid uh over a pretty short period of time um now i was designated like even on a group Man and stuff like that using lms as a means to, to make money i was like the, the boys all know that i'm addicted to pk and kind of so they were just like you can make all our money through lms so <laughs> yeah how many hours have i got on this account i'm like 18 days and i think I'm, I'm 18 days i'm like 14 28 total but i've got just hundreds and hundreds of lms like wins it's stupid <laughs> yeah
2: it's pretty unreal how that's actually the meta i feel like the two new metas <laughs> yeah. for iron men are just lms and then get to corrupted gauntlet as soon as possible like that's yeah all it yeah is yeah
3: and i and i thought i was like oh yeah you know I'm laughing my way to the bank here because I'm getting to do all this LMS and, and, you know, I'm having as much fun as I can playing the game, but, um, you know, I'm going to be feeding everyone all the money and and they're going to be feeding me the stuff to get my stats up. And lo and behold, John, the stupid cunt, hasn't fished a single (laughs) Karambwam. My group storage is abysmal.
2: (laughs) Wait, but... um but EVscape's asking you right here to put arrows in the in the group storage. You're saying it's it's empty
3: right now or what? The look, 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 look. I've <laughs> he that he's he's joking, okay? <laughs> I have given tens of thousands of rune arrows and received zero Karambwams back. Look at the group storage right now. A single crossbow string. <laughs> four watering <laughs> cans like fuck off what what is this so this this podcast is gonna go out and the boys are gonna be sat there like yeah hold on <laughs> jesus christ no um I, i'm joking I'm, I'm only joking to you know some extent um but like you yeah yeah sorry going back to what I like most in the game, I feel like every time you ask me a question, I go on a ten minute tangent. I apologize. <laughs> I can see how these podcasts end up being well over two hours. <laughs> Gentle Tractors was almost five. It was insane. <laughs> it was just nonstop talking. It was, inc- yeah. yeah.
2: But that's what that's what's beautiful about the Savey cast Go on these rambles. Go for it.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's kind of shit when you just get cut off your answer. Yeah, you got one Unless minute to answer something. You are or something, you're like, okay, yeah um no so yeah obviously pk has always been a big um a big part of runescape for me it's like it's the it's a facet of runescape for me that i genuinely do love and i think i love it um because it's so vastly different to any other kind of mmos that you can play The, the the mechanics of dying in the wilderness specifically like how punishing that is on death and risking everything that you're you're wearing and what's in your invent is is such a unique thing in the world of mmos and i think that's one of the biggest reasons that that runescape stands apart in um in terms of its pvp um aspect but it is yeah it's it's a shame to see pvp not being as popular as it once was obviously in terms of viewership people love watching pvp you know obviously the, most of the big YouTubers on, on RuneScape are PvP-orientated, like Sylvester, Frames, The Engineer, so on and so on. Um, but it just doesn't seem to be something that people enjoy so much getting into, and I think that... What, there's, so, there's so many reasons for it. I don't want this to turn into a fixed PvP podcast or anything like that, but I think just go, just to go back to what we were talking about earlier, when I was saying... Um, how hard it was to play the game and make money and progress when you're 11 years old. Um, it's you know every, everyone's so everyone's so newbie. They're not in the know. No one's perfected the game mechanically or in uh, in terms of what's the best and and methods, yeah. et cetera, etc etc. But now everybody is at such an incredibly high skill level um, that it just makes it almost. Not impossible because obviously you have things like LMS which help a lot of people get into PK and risk free, which is I think a really really good way to get into it. So, oh, if there is yeah. anyone watching this that goes, "I really want to learn how to tribrid," and um, it seems like fun. Get into LMS. It's you, you don't have to pay anything. You, LMS you know, single
2: handedly taught me everything I know about tribriding and just PKing in general. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I feel exactly. like I can hold my own in almost any situation now purely because of LMS yeah
3: so it's just i I just think it's a force for good um regardless of any controversy around it but yeah um but yeah the skill ceiling obviously is so high now so i think that's one of the one of the reasons that it's or a perceived reason why people think that they can't get into pvp at this point or i may be totally wrong and there's just no interest in it because who the fuck wants to do that anymore? It's not the best money maker. So on, so on, so on. I don't know. Um, but other than PvP, um, so- solo in raids was just what well, is just something that I really enjoy. I, I totally enjoy solo in raids. I've done it for so long. Um, going for speed runs and stuff. Um, I just found it really, really fun. Like speed running solo raids, getting like VTVs, MTGs, stuff like that. Yeah i fucking miss those days
2: it's been a year since i was
3: just camping solos all the time well that's the thing it was almost my entire content when i was playing my main iron man because i just got no fucking drops (laughs) yeah that's pretty fucking rough 1500 of them and i one of the worst parts is i so it took me so long i I mean i would get drops but they were never i was yeah it took took me 1500 raids to get my first mega rare yeah Um, that's absurd yeah, but I obviously I had a I had a hell of a lot of Dins Bulwarks, mate. I <laughs> had a lot of those. Um, yeah. my
2: my uh, nightmare grind when I was going for a mace took me like nine months straight to get my mace, and I had fuck. ten fucking nightmare staves. I was just was up, that I just couldn't stop getting them. It was so fucking annoying. Yeah, was was that prior to
3: the Fasani release?
2: Yeah, so I did nine months straight. And this was, like, alongside Lake. Lake was also going for a mace, and we were both just hard camping every fucking day. And then the announcement, the day the announcement came out that Fasani's was going to be released, Lake got his mace. But I couldn't go back to Nightmare because it was fucking pointless to go back when there's a brand new method that's going to be faster to do it in, like, two months.
3: Yeah. So,
2: (laughs) day of release, I got my mace of Fasani's. Like, the day of Fasani's release, I got mine, so... It yeah, was, it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting, though, because, like, late got his two months before me, but if if he had just not grinded that day, like, we would have gotten
3: ours the same day in, in kind of a way. Yeah, so... Uh, that's... Yeah, that's... See, that's, again, like, you're talking about this sort of late-game content and stuff, and my iron was, like I said, 1500 without a Mega Rare, so I didn't really want to leave solo raids. I was I was enjoying them. I was enjoying... You know, flicking between solo in raids on the on the regular iron, um, slowly but surely training up my hardcore to get to corrupted gauntlet, and then doing a lot of sort of tribrid staking on my main. So I was sort of cycling between these three accounts and and engaging in all the content that I enjoyed whilst leaving the hardcore on the back burner because um, it, it was just easily AFKable at that stage, like ammonite crabs, etc. Um, but I found that with the account creation obviously my i turned my focus solely to the hardcore up until its demise and then um dead man mode and now group iron man has been my sole content or my sole focus on the game um but i feel like i just there's so much end game content getting released that i like never got to do because i was always just trying to get a fucking mega rare raid (laughs) <laughs> like I was like, I you know, I've done a few nightmare, but I don't want to grind out Vasani. I just got the Tebow and then this account started and I'm gonna focus on this. Yeah. And I'm worried that Raids 3 is gonna come out and I'm gonna be on this group Iron Man like 970 Hunlef deep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, I'm in a very optimal
2: position where I only play one account. Yeah. Back- I kind of Yeah. yeah kinda of regret not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, the the early game grinds like it's cool for content. Like I can totally understand why content creators remake and like start these new accounts. It's fucking exciting. It's like a new series it's, or something.
3: Yeah, and I I get it like for for a few times, but I do not have the kind of willpower that some people have. Or it, not even necessarily the willpower, but just the sheer desire oh, to yeah. go. Okay. I've just spent 35 days play time on that account. Let's log off. Never log on again. And we're back at the rooftop. <laughs> it's so <laughs> like fucked. Fuck that. Okay. The speed these motherfuckers of <laughs> getting to Corrupted Gauntlet. Like, bro, I'm I'm, real. I'm like, nah, I'm playing 14 <laughs> games of LMS.
2: Dude, you gotta wonder how much, how many hours these streamers are putting in off stream to get to that point. I swear, Mutz, I see mutts, Yeah, I see Alfie. I see Roydy even. Just like these... Like, especially Alfie, Jesus Christ. That dude just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Like, he just flies through an account. He's like, 2100 total on his GIM. Like, what yeah, is legit. happening?
3: Like, <laughs> how the fuck is that even possible? Yeah, like, I'll I finished a seven-hour live stream. i got to walk my dogs and cook dinner.
2: <laughs> I, do, I do not understand how people go so fast on these new accounts. It's insane, because no, back when crazy. I first played this account, it seemed like a fucking lifetime to get to
3: Cerberus and stuff like that. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I get there so quick. That being said, I mean, I'm I'm saying all this and saying I don't know. We're saying how I don't know how people are doing this so fast. We're we're sat here having a conversation now. I've got a login time of 39 minutes, and I'm still at the GE. <laughs> you know, I, ha- I I can't even use the GE. I'm on a fucking Iron Man.
2: <laughs> oh my god! You know the best the best form of Iron Man are, are those that you see that's like, just camped at the GE. They're wearing like their little flex, like their new newly acquired barrows items, and you'll see them like just standing uh, at the yeah. GE, like flexing their Iron Man helm and everything.
3: Yeah. Naked man with a bofa. Hello. <laughs> oh my
2: god. What do you think about the meta being I feel like there's always kind of been a meta in RuneScape, Iron Man. And that meta seems to almost get like more uh what's the word for it? Just like almost more strict. Like there is just a strict path that you take to be efficient. And Mm -hmm. that is get to Corrupted Gauntlet as fast as possible. And then, yeah, that's like pretty much honestly it. Just get to Corrupted Um, Gauntlet.
3: I think sort of at first sight for somebody who has made a few accounts, it it, it seems like it's going to be really good because you go, okay, I'm going to create this new account. You know, we've been here before but this time there is just an absolute way of doing it if i want to get to this stage right yep. so it feels like you're on this easy linear path where you just jump on the conveyor belt and you punch through all your obligations and then you get there but having done it a few times now i feel like um it doesn't allow for it doesn't allow for any sort of deviation at the same time i mean it does allow for deviation, but you feel like you're wasting time if you do. Yeah. And maybe that's just more of a symptom of people having a really unhealthy relationship with the video game. Probably. I mean, <laughs> you gotta wonder.
2: But yeah, see, I, I didn't ever play with Osiris' guide or anything. So
3: no, I didn't. I didn't. I used uh, I used Alfie's guide when I made my hardcore. Um, up until barrow's gloves I think and then I just did whatever I wanted and then um wait, and then Al- it was like wait Alfie uh,
2: has a guide?
3: Uh he did. I don't know. It was um I thought you were trolling at
2: first. He actually has a legitimate guide.
3: Yeah, it's like a pay- yeah, just a pastebin guide Damn, I would, Okay. Uh, I did not fucking yeah. know that. that's is it different than Osiris's? I don't know. I haven't seen Osiris's. Okay. Um Alfie's one was funny though cuz he it obviously just like you know when people just think out loud yeah he would do that but just type the shit (laughs) instead of it being like just strict bullet points there would be like a bracket with like 200 words in it i'm like why the fuck is that there (laughs) he's just thinking out loud on the keyboard he just got too excited
2: about this oh my god i like alfie's passion for the game he's Definitely, oh, uh, yeah, he definitely deserves everything he's got. He he fucking takes the game very seriously. I think
3: it's cool. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, definitely.
2: okay. Let's uh, <clears throat> before we finish the entire cast, um, without any Twitter topics, I yeah, want to yeah. ask a little bit about. Well, this guy wants us to talk about this. So, Tom on Twitter he says, thoughts on the state of OSRS, the direction of the game, and then he lists three bullet points removal of dual arena. Lack of yep. PvP updates, and removal of seasonal dead man events, and account security. Jagex support.
3: <laughs> Lol. Okay, shall we start with the obvious one? Account security. Go. Yeah. Dog shit. Absolutely dog shit. And anyone that says it isn't dog shit is either a fucking idiot or a liar, okay? <laughs> the account security on RuneScape is dog shit. Having... Ugh, being in a position whereby your route of access to somebody who can help you is either going semi-viral on reddit tweeting and hoping that they see and or read it or asking a content creator who has access to jmod's phone numbers to help them is a ridiculous <laughs> system
2: <laughs> it's so bad it is so fucking it's bad.
3: awful man it's there needs to be there needs to be a proper system put in place that allows people to contact certain members of staff. And yeah, and you know, and it's a, it's a big middle finger as well because it was in 2019, I believe August or September of 2019 that they wrote a really, really promising blog regarding account security and, um, and bullet pointed off quite a few measures that would have been really nice to see in the game. Um, and then, well, it's 2022, and they've not followed up on it. But I think in one of the more recent, it's the Guilinor Gazettes, They they did they did um, touch on that. So hopefully, you know, in the next few months, something's going to happen. But yeah, it's hard it's to... Hard, to, hard to keep your hopes up, isn't it? Oh when yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so, I, and I so, have
2: yeah. been banned before I was a content creator, and it did feel completely hopeless. It just felt like I
3: yeah. nobody gave a
2: fuck. and And i was just doomed
3: the one of the worst parts is is if you're banned people and you you write a post people are under the impression that jagex's bot detection system is totally infallible and that there's no room for human error on manual bans as well in my in my experience it does feel that way yeah I, I get a lot of people that message and they're like, yo, Elliot, man, I've been, you know, macro majored. I'm permanently banned for this. I've never fucking bought it on the account. Can you please help? Rah, rah, rah. And I'll message somebody and they're like, yep, not really too sure whether they're banned. I'm banned. <laughs> like that shit happens all the time. It's ridiculous. Yeah. In the past
2: like week, I had three people DM me that their accounts were suspended. And then yeah. all three of them got their account unsuspended. Like, what the fuck? Like, r- really? None of these people did anything wrong, and you're just banning them? Like, what the hell?
3: Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's mad. I, I, <laughs> Did you see the um, the recent odor Block tournament for the Hardcore Iron Man for seven and a half grand, and Solo Mission got false banned and lost five hours of playtime? <laughs> oh, my God. It. Yeah, I, I missed that. I watched... I briefly watched actually his
2: video on it. I must not. Have yeah, to that I watched
3: Lolo's video on that as well. Yeah. Wow. That's that. Yeah, that's fucked, isn't it? Five hours of and and Goody Ronan. His his videos a lot. His his content revolves around having like I don't know, like a myriad of fucking accounts that are like you know all going and training at the same time and doing like corporeal beast bombs and yeah, shit like that. Was that. Sick. Yeah, so he gets his accounts banned all the time when he's training them up and has to get them unbanned, but... Yeah.
2: He probably yeah, gets it banned a little bit
3: easier. He was a J mod, so... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. He did... I think there was a skit in one of his videos where he phones up Chris Archie. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. I just... <sighs>
2: There are just such easy measures to implement to fix, like at least a little bit of account security. That's just like the cap. Just having caps in your password. Like, why isn't that a thing yet? Like, that's yeah. so easy to implement. I feel like, although oh, that isn't the root yeah. of anything, but that'll start something at least. You know?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least it shows that there's an interest for improvement at the yeah. very least. But yeah. the reco- the recovery system is the worst part because you can. and I'm I don't know if it has changed I'm under the impression that it absolutely has not but I'm pretty sure that you can submit an infinite amount of recovery requests for any account oh I don't I I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it yeah so you you know there's no like oh you've done five like fuck off like there's no like oh you typed in your pin on your phone wrong like we're blocking (laughs) you out like please contact this number yeah it's it's like, yeah, I just submit a hundred and fifty recovery requests and hope I hit the nail on the head on one of them. Jesus. Yeah, it's I mad. remember getting. Re- I remember getting recovered once. Um, it was actually on my first ever Iron Man. I got recovered um, just as I was about to go in and kill the Cullen Romancer. <laughs> and um, so your dude just got logged out like instantly, or what? Uh, I got. I got kicked off. Uh, I was stream. I was in the middle of a 24-hour stream. I was 16 hours in. I got I got DDoSed, oh right? God. <laughs> Somebody DDoSed me. <laughs> I, well, it was someone that, yeah, um, years and years ago. Um, and then, you know, I restarted the net, rah, 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 turned back on, and I couldn't log in. And I'm like, shit. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, the, it was just bizarre, like, the the information that he put in the recovery request because i know the guy um and it was just like isp which obviously it's pretty easy to guess somebody's isp um if they don't already know it like absolutely it's still pretty easy to guess because there's only a few major ones um there's like isp account creation date well that's easy because i created the fucking account on stream um and just like a few other things like he didn't even have like a previous password or anything like that it was just like the most bare bones recovery request and they just Jeez. submitted it man manually submitted it because the jmod i don't know if he works there anymore um but a couple years later i met him and we actually were like you know he's a pretty sound guy and like i'd consider him a friend he actually just like one time um in a bar apologized to me it's like i'm really sorry <laughs> about that <laughs> That's fucking unbelievable, like, though, that know, Such bare that well. information, you can do that. Yeah, he was like, oh, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, beast. <laughs> Jesus. But no, uh, yeah, account security—dog shit. That needs to be that needs to be looked at. Um, I feel like account security is one of those things as well, where there are there are specific windows that we go through throughout the year where there's just big uproar right that you know, everyone's tweeting everyone's yeah. making posts and and then there's like you know something said or you know we'll get to it but it never does so hopefully this year will be this will be the change and yeah there'll be something that happens but i i think um,
2: the J mods are definitely improving and this isn't really the jmods problem either it's a lot more with the yeah. company wide thing but uh yeah oh, i think they're be- yeah. all becoming a lot more competent i just feel like everything's coming into
3: place this could be the year you know could yeah so yeah, like it's easy to place blame on specific individuals or specific teams, but you, obviously you have no idea as yeah. an outsider what happens like from a top-down level. You know, you might have a burning desire to implement all these security measures, but every time you take it to a meeting, they go, "No, oh, well, we don't really need that yet." Yeah. You know, so you never know.
2: What do you think about the removal of uh the dual arena? That was a very surprising thing that happened i i honestly thought the jewel arena was going
3: to be in the game forever i did as well i did there's been a lot of um there's been a lot of people sort of speaking out about it more so over the last year i've noticed but i didn't think it would have had such a profound effect that the the company would have removed it um i think i think that the removal of the jewel arena is an inherently good thing i think that other than other than like friendly jewels and um doing things like tribrid steaks and stuff which is content like i said previously that i really enjoy um but i i'm glad to see that it is going um i know that's obviously fairly controversial but i think that the the doors that open that allow um already exist in open doors that perpetuate people who already have gambling addictions um it's just horrible it's a fucking yep. it's yeah it's not nice it's hearing like horror stories of people fucking losing their house and you know yep. their families and stuff and and people people will argue that you know it's you know, banning, banning the jewel, oh, not banning the jewel arena, removing the jewel arena doesn't fix the problem. It's it's a sticky tape solution. If somebody's a, if somebody has a desire to gamble, they'll find their fix elsewhere. That might be to some to some extent true, but I feel like having the jewel arena there, um, it's very as a, convenient. Exactly, yeah, it's a prevalent piece of content that's heavily streamed um and promoted like i do it as well obviously i've done it loads but it it becomes like it's become so easily accessible where you might have this handful of people that regardless of what content you have in the game they're gonna find a way to gamble in runescape and potentially harm themselves in a financial respect but you probably massively limit those numbers by not having it so easily accessible with the jewel arena in play right I just thought they would never remove it because it was
2: so profitable for
3: them as a company. Yeah, I was under. Yeah, I was the the exact same impression. I didn't think that they would remove it, but fair play. And it, it takes um, it takes kind of some guts to do that as well. Because yeah. you know that kind of thing is it, it's it's just controversial, isn't it? So yeah. you never know what kind of backlash you're going to get as, and, and that's not just as a company, but as individuals that work because. You know, being a. I don't want to be this guy that's sucking off all the fucking J mods, but I tell you what, I would not want to work for Jagex and be under the spotlight of thousands of players on social media. Thousands of RuneScape
2: players. (laughs) Keep that in mind. RuneScape players.
3: And. Oh, man. I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. Some of the yeah nah that would not be for me that would not be for me
2: yeah like it sounds cool to be a mod. like it sounds cool in like this fantasy world to be a mod and get to like implement things that things that you like in the game yeah but it, it wouldn't yeah. even be that way in reality you'd be like working on projects you probably don't even want to work on
3: and then yeah. you would just get flamed on twitter for everything <laughs> like it, God. Yeah, exactly yeah i know it's not something that I would want to do at all. I, so yeah.
2: I actually find it extremely impressive that some J mods do have just such an amazing standing in the community. Like I see yeah. mod arcane and mod husky. Like mod husky even had a moment in time where he was just getting railed on Twitter, and he comes back from yeah, it. Like, yeah, dude, yeah. that would be enough to make like another person just fucking quit. Honestly, like the the amount yeah, of I'll... shit he went through on Twitter.
3: A hundred, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um there's there's so many yeah uh, mod arcane does it has he been through that as well or i don't think so i think everything he's done has just been
2: fantastic and there's not really been much controversy like yeah of course there's some things he thinks to be good for the game and
3: then he instantly kind of retracts Mm. if he like i remember i remember the first time it happened with husky it was something to do with so i remember it was it was regarding pvp updates and there was so much talk of um you know we're bringing in, we're bringing in, you know, x amount of content creators and x amount of people that are prolific figures in the PK community. That we're going to take them to Jagex, and uh, we're going to have all these sort of brainstorm meetings where we can get everyone's ideas, put them forward to the community, get feedback, and then hopefully implement them. Yeah. Uh, and then you had so many people in the community as well that were um, putting together just these huge, huge fucking paste bins of ideas, essentially. Um, I know that Ian, uh, Pure Spam and and Manked, Manked Up Mage were two people that did a lot of that. Um, And then that would be sent to Jagex and then nothing would happen regarding any of the ideas. Even when they flew all those people out, none of those changes got made. Um, So when, when, and then, you know, you'd get the people that were involved in that going
2: where the fuck are the
3: updates? And then the J-Mods, I remember it was H- Husky responding something like, um, I think it was like, uh, you know, instead of whinging at us, why don't you just give us some ideas? Yeah, and it was on like, the Q&A it was, you're talking about? Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like the last straw for a lot of people, like, because it was like, how like, how fucking dare you, you know? I've, <laughs> yeah. I've spent so many hours compiling all these ideas just to receive no, you know, no response yeah. back, essentially, and then when i'm asking again where the hell are the ideas or the updates i'm being told to give them the already existing ideas that i would given but yeah. i understand like he yeah i i, I kind of was like what the fuck when he said that but you know it is what it is people say shit people make mistakes and who fucking cares at the end yeah. of the day I'm yeah. i'm sure he didn't mean any malice behind it and
2: oh yeah um, no it's just so much stress behind it as well yeah. and like you gotta think it's not just like okay just cater toward these two pkers but there's like there's so much diversity in the pk community of like what people want that like you can't even ever make a perfect pvp update because then some people will bitch about it so
3: yeah and it's not even it's not even just the pvp facet of the game that will bitch it's it's other parts of the game. oh yeah everybody will yeah it's just yeah i don't know i've Oh, fucking PvP, man.
2: <laughs> the well, other... Changed... Yeah, no, I mean, we're going to be talking about PvP right now because they're saying lack of PvP updates. Apparently, this uh, upcoming year, there will be a lot of wilderness changes. I think wilderness bosses are going to be changed. Who knows if that's actually a... I think it's a PvP update because that just brings in more people into the wilderness. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh,
3: definitely. Yeah. Any Anything like that would count as a PvP update, yeah. And I think just... this
2: year will be pretty packed with that kind of stuff
3: yeah i've seen um i know ben aiza he's pretty passionate about that that side of the game and he brings a lot of really fucking cool ideas to the table so hopefully yeah. some of those can come into fruition this year which will be sick
2: yeah i'm actually planning on getting him on soon i'm gonna gonna talk to him so yeah he's, ben's a good guy he's fucking fantastic he's a
3: fantastic yep. jmod just a good guy i remember meeting him for a pint once before he was a mod. Um, really yeah he was in he was in the same town as me um for a like a work thing i don't know what he if he was going out to see a client or something and he messaged me saying want to go for a beer and i was like yeah wait you knew him before he was a J mod? is that what you're saying yeah yeah oh shit from from (laughs) runescape or from yeah yeah from my stream oh okay Um, okay and he i remember he was like i should be back at work and then he phoned them up and was like yeah i'm stuck in real heavy traffic (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh god yeah he's like awesome them. he just like there's like some characters I, I mean not characters per se but like there's these j mods that when they're on the team it just feels like everything's going better and i use yeah. definitely one of those guys it just feels I, like the team's
3: 100% together. agree i 100% <laughs> agree yeah yeah so
2: you say you are a, a dead man mode player enthusiast potentially what do you think about um... the removal of? dead man events and what the shit show that happened
3: earlier yeah um as somebody that has enjoyed dead man mode a lot previously casted dead man mode um competed in a lot of dead man modes this is going to be mega controversial i might get a lot of people to hate me but i actually just think that dead man mode seen its day wow like the i remember the last um the last Man mode that was played, obviously, me and countless other people invested so much time into it. Um, I remember being in, like, full Armadil, Ancestral. Oh, my God. VLS everything. And I remember getting to round three in the 1v1s <laughs> and then just not being able to fucking move. Just couldn't move. <laughs> <It's> fucking um, <laughs> So bad. And I just feel like almost every single time there's a tournament, there's... There's something that goes wrong, and it's just yeah. hard to <laughs> to implement the right changes to yeah. fix all of the problems or potential problems. And I don't know, man. It's the same thing every single time. They'll do the demo mode. Yeah. Everyone will go, oh, okay, we've you've made some changes. Or yeah. This time there were there were some pretty significant changes. They implemented oh, yeah. the relic system, which I thought was cool. I like that because I really enjoyed Trailblazer. Um, I just feel like. Again, going back to what I was saying before, that PvP as a facet of RuneScape is just nowhere near as popular as a player, not a viewer, but as a player than it once was. And that is reflected so clearly in Deadman Mode. And it's like every single time there's a Deadman Mode, regardless of the changes made, everyone's playing on the first day, right? It's hard to get into a world that's not got like a thousand plus players on it. That, that rat race to get to, you know, the Dragon Scimitar, the Defenders, Barrage, etc., etc., is just like nonstop. Yep. So many people are up all night. And then everyone goes, but day three, where the fuck is everyone? Right? <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. Even when they've tried to, even when they've made dying um, a lot less punishing, I just feel like the setbacks that, your average player is going to receive because it goes against the grain of what runescape is kind of built on which is just a slow steady progression yeah it's just unattractive for your for your average casual player it's just unattractive and if it's unattractive for your average casual player then it's really hard to see as a company what the point is yeah that's a good fucking
2: point in fact now i'm just trying to relate it because any sort of PvP based thing is generally like a shooter game. And yeah. you're back in the action with no equipment loss or anything, like instantaneously after dying. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, alright, go fucking
3: regrind for five days. <laughs> and like... it's not yeah, it's not like it's not like an eco round on CS where you might have to eco or double eco and then you can fall by. Yeah. <laughs> it's like seven hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, that being said, I love Deadman Mode. I think the idea of Deadman Mode is fantastic. I I think that when it was initially pitched it was like a fan it was like a phantasmic idea, like this cool sort of whimsical, oh someone's at my mining spot. Let me let me fucking kill them. It's like this fun kind of the cutthroat game mode that yeah over the years has just been filled with every kind of controversy imaginable in the game um whether it's on just like a standard player versus player level or whether it's DDoSing or server issues or thousands of players invest in hundreds of hours in a real short time period just to be fucked over by something that may or may not be unavoidable in the end and it's just yeah i don't think that and I want to go back as well because I said as a company it's hard to see what's the point. But obviously they're going, there's going to be an inflated amount of membership that comes um, every time there is a dead man mode. But without having access to sort of like statistics and and analytics of the game, obviously it's hard to say whether or not it's 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 a viable thing to do. And I know it's not always about like you know there's the membership. I just think is it worth it? because yeah. even the, even the players that are super passionate about it never really have that good of a time. <laughs> I think yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like including myself, we all look at dead man mode through through rose tinted glasses. Yeah. No, totally. And, I could see that. And then it comes around and everyone's expecting <laughs> this uh, everyone's expecting this fantastic, perfect, um lovely PvP game mode. Where everyone's having fun, and I'm gonna start with all my friends, it's gonna be like 48 hours, I'm not sleeping, it's gonna be crazy. Four out four days in, everyone, all the servers are dead. Oh man, this isn't like Last Man mode, is it? Like there's always that there's always that nostalgia um that people have of previous iterations of the mode. Um, and I think they're always looking at it through rose-tinted glasses, and they're never gonna be, and including myself really actually happy with the final product. Yeah. I enjoyed the last Deadman mode, though. I did. I enjoyed the last Deadman mode, and I enjoyed the iteration prior to that one. However, I was so fucking angry when I got to... Obviously, I was in the 1v1s. I'd I'd swapped loads of money over as well. I was in round three of the 1v1s, and I couldn't move. Yeah, that was that is so, so shit. so upsetting. Yeah. I was against a really good air as well, called Grim from Kanini, if anyone watching knows him um so my chances of winning were obviously going to be quite low he's very good but <laughs> so you're kind of, of like happy in the moment you're like oh thank god no nah, no nah, <laughs> okay. i didn't know i didn't know it was grim it came down to the wire with the lag anyway but yeah. i think it would have been a close fight regardless but it wasn't like a free, it wasn't like a free win or anything like that yeah. it would have been a really good fight but the fact that i couldn't move and it was just all god just, That's just yeah. so yeah so what do you think
2: do you i mean I probably agree with you. I've never personally done a dead man mode. I played World forty five day one, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I quit within like twenty minutes because I died and lost my like. I think I had some tin ore from fucking Varrock mine, and then I died yeah. and I lost everything. I'm like, god damn it!
3: Yeah, I mean that's like how most of the player base react, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So... all right, I'm done. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. I I can't see. Genuinely, I remember that finishing, and I was on Discord with Casper, Perp, um, Casper's West Ham, sorry. Uh, Casper, Perp, uh, EVscape, and a few others, Reese, And I said, that, I can guarantee you, is the last demo mode. Wow. And they all went, yeah, I kind of think you're right. So... I'm not so sure. I don't, I don't think it will come back, but if it does, I think it will become like an annual or... um, Yeah, probably an annual event, which it has been for the last two anyway. So do you think that they could just
2: scrap Deadman Mode, come out with something entirely new, and
3: have it be great? Or like... Um, I don't know, like I just... I mean, Deadman Mode Reborn was like... I feel like... <sighs> even the even the title of it like dead man mode reborn it was kind of just felt like a last shot didn't it yeah definitely did and and then it didn't really go to plan but um again being being somebody that's primarily like my favorite part of the game is pk and i i i'm gonna say i think i might have enjoyed trailblazers more than dead man mode the last couple at least
2: yeah i I, am i think that's been a fantastic fucking update i don't i haven't played a single leagues yet but i might play League three yeah i did i I do not enjoy the fact that i lose progress i understand you get dragon trophies and rewards but dude do playing something for over two months oh my god and then just having it wiped is
3: yeah i know that's yeah again like i was saying it does it goes against the grain of sort of the 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 notion of runescape which is like that steady progression isn't it Um but no, I mean if if you're able to look past it, I know you I know you're a one account kind of operator. um, Yeah, that's and that's me. I I would I would say give it a go. I didn't enjoy the first league. Um I played it for a day, didn't really enjoy it too much. Um but Trailblazer, I yeah, the the way that they implemented the relic system, um, that unlocks the constant dopamine rushes every time you did a new task. It was just good. It was just good fun. I um, I need to definitely experience it. It de- honestly, it all depends on next. If next
2: is fun after two weeks, like yeah. really fun. I will probably skip leagues. But if it's anything like nightmare, I'm gonna fucking hate it day one, and then I'll just play leagues.
3: Yeah, I I think that next is gonna be um. Next is going to be an interesting one, actually, because I never did Next previously when I played RuneScape. I remember um, you probably weren't... I think you'd quit. but Yeah, you quit in 2007, right? Oh, yeah. I never
2: experienced it. I'm literally going in completely blind, which I'm
3: fucking excited mm -hmm. for. It was... Yeah, the only time I went to Next was when they released... insta kill darts and i think that's probably a lot of the case probably a lot of people that listen to this are gonna go fuck yeah man me too (laughs) um what the hell it was like why is that a thing first of all insta kill darts like why is it
2: actually it was
3: i can't remember if it was like a membership loyalty reward or if it was part of the squeal of fortune or something um but basically everyone got these insta kill darts and i think you got three of them um my god so any anything in RuneScape, you throw the dot out. Well it does what it says on the tin. It does. Um, so there were like there were actually lines like cues outside of next where people were going in and using their insta-kill darts.
2: I heard um, I heard of this I don't I can't even remember who was talking about it. I had a guest on that was talking about that exact thing, that line of people. And then there would be a yeah. guy that cuts in and they both throw their insta-kill dart or something like that, and they both fucking waste it or something like that. Yeah, that's such a <laughs> cunt move. <laughs> <laughs> I just laughing my ass off because you got
3: fucking three of them, and some douchebag
2: comes in and it just ruins it for you.
3: But oh I God. remember I was in there. All, I had all these stories from people like, "Yeah, I got pernix and I'm like, "That's gonna be me." I remember one of the drops was just a shitload of unnoted brews That's what I got. I couldn't even fucking bank them
2: all. God damn it!
3: Yeah, yeah. But I I think. So, sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm go talking, but hey, he's in it. Um, here, one sec.
2: Let me just ask: What would you think if they came out with Insta? Let's just say tomorrow, everyone has three Insta Kill darts in their fucking inventory or their bank. Hilarious. Like, like, what would people? They must just go to Zook, but like, how would that work? You
3: Insta Kill every I... fucking minion or what? Like, I think. Yeah, yeah. So the way that Insta Kill Darts would have to work on Zuck would be that you just throw it in the cunt dies, right? Yeah, you can... just throw it down the little like fucking pool. Oh man, imagine some dude rocks up with Insta Kill Darts, throws it at Zuck, and the four healers pop up <laughs> <they> kill those. <laughs> God damn it! Um, no, I, I think yeah, most people would probably use it as Zuck. Where would I use it? Um, I, I mean, I'd probably use all three of
2: mine at like a CM or something. Yeah, I don't know it's like the longest piece of content that's all i don't know
3: yeah i remember um i was doing solo no prep cms on my iron man and the tecton resets were just so taxing like oh (laughs) um, man going in two zeros oh man like no nah, i fucking hated the no 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 the worst is when you have such a clean run like everything's gone so perfect like the hard, ho- the hardest part about cm runs what do you reckon to this is inventory management in storage yeah no that literally always was my
2: problem yeah i had to do the 150 for grandmaster and like that yeah uh, see oh my god
3: like running through and making sure you're depositing and withdrawing all the right things for the right room. Forget your fucking axe
2: at meter dial, and you're just like, oh my god! Like you got to run all yeah. the way back to that bank, or go kill us go kill thirty scavs because it's always thirty to get your yeah.
3: Axe. What yeah? What is that about? I, I have no idea. You you have the perfect CM, right? You've gone through everything's looking so good. You get to you get to the big croc at the end, and it just kicks your fucking head in. <laughs> What is the need for that, man? Yeah. <laughs>
2: and it's funny because, like, people think that is, like, the god-tier content. I talk to high-level PBMers, and they say CMs yeah. is, like, end game, Like, that's, like, where everyone, you know, wants to go get their 2K cape. I'm like, fuck, I did not really enjoy these as much as you guys all seem to like them. Yeah, I also got fucking I... shafted. All I got was paper. I got arcanes and dexes, no kits, no dust, no that anything. sucks. So...
3: That sucks. Yeah, yeah, I I decided that... I did a few. Um, and I really enjoyed... There's, like, certain parts of the CMs that I really did enjoy. I Like, although it's the hardest part, I think, um, was, like, the inventory management and, like, the juggling between um, storage units and stuff. I think that the most fun part was like using different methods like the redemption uh like the redemption skip on tightrope and stuff i oh, thought yeah. was really cool that's fun yeah i yeah stuff like that was cool like i enjoyed that shit a lot um but i was like the tecton skips were just giving me an aneurysm basically because i was using a bludgeon <laughs> yeah rip the elder mall he never got Yeah, because even though it might take longer, just like flinching, it's just a bit more chill, isn't it? Rather than like trying to... around it. Yeah. Yeah. Hiring for your small business? If
0: you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role.
3: what made me fall out of love with doing those. So I just went back to, I, I went back to normal solos, but like I said, I doing those for so long. I, um, I remember one time my Arim's robe skirt broke. So I was like, Oh fuck. It. I'm just going <laughs> to drop the piece. You know, I, I just dropped it anyway, because it weighs a ton. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, I think I got a I think I got a purple, and it was like I can't remember how many arcanes in a row, and I rage left and left the arcane i I left the an- oh God Aaron's pants on the floor, so my Iron man <laughs> is i'm doing solarades with like ancestral top avernic face guard infernal cape prims and mystic robe bombs. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah Tivo
2: <Tebow> and then <laughs> mystic Bottoms. yeah,
3: yeah. yeah it's the
2: way she goes it's kind of uh weird cuz i feel like that's what a lot of people do i i miss the days where people would go to every piece of content and kind of like upgrade their gear really slowly yeah. go get your go complete barrows before you do zora basically and then go to zora and then go to yeah, yeah. elements. but now it's just like fucking rush every high level thing you can do potentially
3: yeah for real it is like that yeah. which
2: i'm kind of glad that torvas getting like you have to use bandos on Torva to make it Torva, because then at least it doesn't just completely skip the bandos grind
3: yeah that's something that they've been really conscious about isn't it like making sure that other pieces of content don't become obsolete after they release a new best in slot um what's i gonna say as well that's kind of shit though because i just out my tacits on my iron man i did a (laughs) well i think for did a thing for christmas where i had to spin this wheel and one of the <laughs> options was like an uh, a random item out cut um and i landed on it three times one time was a carol's coif um oh no no sorry i landed on it four times how fucking unlucky is this okay carol's coif dragon warhammer pass and my buckler and i've had so many bucklers because obviously i've soloed all the raids but i drop trade them all over to my main
2: <laughs> okay so this is actually a question from flomple who was the previous uh guest on the seibay cast have okay. you reg- have you regretted anything you've done for the stream such as a
3: bad haircut or item elk okay um oh man <sighs> well yeah i kind of have regretted the recent am alks um not massively because i know that it's not like it's not the biggest deal it's it's something that i can always go back to and i'm i'm in a position where i can probably get quite lucky with it as well yeah. um i i yeah i, I can do bandos pretty well. i actually bandos like flicking bandos is one of the pieces of content i really enjoy i don't enjoy killing lizardmen obviously nobody does yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, the Dragon Warhammer's a bit of a hit for me. But getting my Potassis back might be a good laugh actually. And there are other methods now that exist that didn't exist when I did my Bandos grind. Like the, um, is it fi- is it five to one or five to zero across the Dude, there's a six to zero now that GE Challenge came out with like two days ago. Bang! You click you the go. fucking six altar
2: to- and then you click the door. It's just like back and forth. It's weird. What the fuck? Like, okay, cool.
3: Six to zero Bandos. Let's get it going. <laughs> um... So, yeah, that's that's something that I'm not too bothered about. But bad haircut. Um, at the moment, I've got bleached blonde hair with a bowl cut. Um, <laughs> that was good fun, actually. I don't mind doing stupid stuff like that because I know that a lot of other people get enjoyment out of it too. Yeah. Um, it looks good. I like it. I don't... Yeah, okay. Without sounding like the world's biggest prick, I don't actually think <laughs> that my bleached blonde bowl cut looks that bad. <laughs> and I had... It was the first time that my fiancé has come on my stream... Um phrasing in pff, a year and a half, maybe she doesn't really like being on camera or being on my stream um but she came on and we played a we played a Christmas drinking card game, and she doesn't drink either, so <laughs> um it was good fun and then we landed on the bowl cut and she put a salad bowl over my head and shaved it <laughs> so yeah that was that was that was a lot of fun actually hey, I kind of want to talk about um you getting into
2: streaming because i feel like uh, we kind of skipped over that pretty quickly so just okay and especially like your thoughts on the way through it so yeah let, let, let me let me ask how was the first year of streaming for you like run me through it and like your thoughts on it starting
3: yeah my first year of streaming was it was never something that i intended to be um a career in any way at all it was just i, I did it for fun um i remember getting my partnership and that was like holy that was so cool i was like i remember i was actually in america with my dad at the time when i got my partnership um and we went out and celebrated with some drinks and a steak that was cool That's awesome. um yeah um but it was just something that I did, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd do a few streams here and there every week. And I was, I was at university when I got it as well. So I, it was never something that took priority for me. I was, um, I was extremely inconsistent because I'd be like, ah, oh, I will do this. You know, I'll, I'll do this. I I need to write this essay. I'll, you know, I'll sit and procrastinate and I won't do the stream or the essay <laughs> naturally. <laughs> um, So it was just something that I didn't really take too seriously at all over the first year. But it was still, I I feel like this might be a symptom of just the RuneScape community in general being extremely generous. Um, But it was still even then like lucrative enough for me to go, this might be, you know, something to do. Um, And I remember I finished and I was like, I'm gonna try and do another year of streaming and just focus on streaming, um, and if it pro- if it proves to be, you know, lucrative enough, then I'll continue it and see where my channel goes. And um, I kind of didn't expect it to actually happen, but it did. So crazy. Yeah. I know it was just yeah. I and now I don't know. It, it, like streaming, obviously, has just become more popular. As a result, it's become more saturated which i think makes it harder for a lot of people to get into now um so it was a good time that i got into it um i also think that twitch's discoverability is pretty bad too um for some people have... yeah yeah
2: i think they actually do like clearly you can never make a perfect system but i've found so yeah. many streamers just specifically through the recommended channels that they offer so i'm like okay they're doing fair, something fair. right at least maybe yeah. not everything
3: yeah, I, I just compare it to, like, uh, man, YouTube, you don't even have to subscribe to people on YouTube now. I swear to God, that algorithm knows you better than you know yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even go to my sub box. I, I, I let YouTube tell me what I want to watch.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's crazy that, you know, now you're a full-time streamer and, like whoever expect like whoever goes into it thinking i'm gonna be
3: i'm gonna become this like it just kind of happens yeah right? yeah 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 exactly and then like feel like there's sometimes like a bit of imposter syndrome as well there yeah there was sometimes. a topic on it i want to ask you about that what do you what oh really? okay well someone asked that
2: yeah let me uh let me find it real quick actually give them some credit okay, cool um yeah here it is so graxy gluten Says, oh he's
3: the oh yeah grax he's my yeah, g he
2: edits my videos yeah he so his second topic he has three of them but uh or i okay. guess he has two he says would love to hear about the bad part about being a content creator mental health and imposter syndrome let's fucking go into it
3: okay um okay yeah so imposter syndrome is never something that i've like i've i know some people really like it it can be pretty bad like it, it can be a a horrible thing, but for me it's never been anything that I would actually say that I specifically suffered from. It would be like short bursts of like this is just fucking weird. It would be more like a it would be more like a reflective state where I can't comprehend that people want to sit and watch me, you know? <laughs> I just I'm just like I'm this scroat in my boxes, like walking around my living room. Why the fuck does someone want to sit and watch me? And pay. yeah i sometimes i'm just like what the fuck why um but that's like quickly thwarted by people just being super nice all the time i don't know i i feel like yeah yeah and being online like when you're because you're constantly scrutinized right yep um i feel like you go through periods where it's just impossible to ignore people being cunts um I feel like I've dealt with that so much better now as well. Um, but I'm sure you've experienced it where you could have like a hundred people saying the most lovely thing to you. But the one guy that's like, "Uh, you know, your content's shit, you're ugly and I hope you die. It's like, oh, fuck, why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, But that, yeah, that kind of stuff It's it can be taxing sometimes. And I'd say that the worst part for me over the last year... Um, was a feeling of constantly having to defend myself. Like any decision that you make or any anything that you do is scrutinized and there's always going to be somebody that disagrees with it or thinks it's an imperfect way to do something. Whether that's something that's important and what really grinded me was the, the trivial things. Um, it, it, it would be like, people would be telling me that the way that my steak was put on my plate wasn't good and yeah it's just the most random shit you know and it would be like it's so trivial and i don't know why it was getting to me but there was a period where it was like can you just all fucking shut up you know you just wanted to just (laughs) shut the fuck up um man i don't know it was just like defending these really really weird things that no one should ever care about or there was no wrong or right way to do it i i had to i, I went out for an anniversary meal with with my fiance and i had mashed potato with my steak and my comment section i, I posted a picture of our meal and the comment section was just people fucking going with well, this one guy going ape shit that i ordered mashed potato and it was the worst <laughs> variant of the potato, and I'm like, "Well, one mashed potato is really good, and why the fuck do you care?" And then it just turned into this shit show of people arguing about potato. him. I'm like, "Bro, I, like, what the fuck it's is going to be a on?" Nice little post, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jesus. But that's um, yeah, that's that's something that actually, you know, it, it sounds funny, and looking back on it, it's it's pretty funny. But I, I went through like a, a good few weeks, um where i would i'd be streaming and shit like that would that would like just the most trivial things would be like the straws that broke all the camel's back i'd find myself getting real worked up and grumpy and 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 annoyed at at stupid things and um yeah i that was probably i don't know I, i went for a pretty rough time um last year like mentally so that would have probably been a byproduct of that but i um well it's getting a bit deep now but i'm i'm actually medicated for it now which i i've found a lot of success with and it's it's made a massive massive positive impact on on my life just day to day so um those sort of little things that would really really bug me haven't been at all so hell yeah which has been nice yeah yeah what do
2: you what do you think about like mental health in general for content creators like generally when people are getting into streaming they're leaving a job that was probably like i don't know arguably sort of healthy to get up and have a routine and everything like that get up and have to see people yeah then you just sit on your computer all fucking day that's oh, like the yeah. transition. So what did you see firsthand getting into streaming? And what did you do if you don't mind me asking before you started streaming?
3: Um so before I started streaming, I was at university. Um I was studying philosophy at the University of Birmingham. Um I think it was just towards the end of my second year that I started streaming. Um but like I said, I didn't I didn't prioritize streaming over that. I I did um i did continue with my studies and i graduated and that was the point where i decided that i was going to give streaming a go because it was like i said it was pretty lucrative in the first year and i'm i'm still you know no one needs a degree to play runescape or stream or you know um but i i just think that having because I saw one of the the guy that hates me that's been tweeting at me every single day for the last two months said something about it like ask him how he feels about wasting 2700 pounds um but I just think that when you study anything really at university it kind of shapes and molds you into who you are you know um if you have like a passion for academic um for for any sort of academia um it's going to change who you are and mold you as a person. And I think that me continuing my studies and um, continuing and graduating has probably had a pretty profound impact on how I communicate and how I talk with people um, and the things that I'm able to talk about with people on stream, which in turn might have just had a big impact on my success stream i don't know obviously there's no way of quantifying that is there
2: yeah unless you have but... to like go in the past and see differently but yeah
3: exactly but yeah, i think but... any life experiences especially things like that like graduating from a university is fucking yeah huge for sure man i'd yeah obviously our tuition fees are high and stuff and that guy was like how does he feel about wasting 2700 but i'd i'd do it again every single time i i know it's fucking expensive but i would i would i would do it every single time i i would i never ever regret regret my education i've never regret my choice to study philosophy either um it was uh something i was super pa- and still am passionate about so I'm, I'm really glad that i did and graduated hell yeah what was the what was the second part of the question sorry it was literally uh, just
2: talking about mental health and like the journey oh yeah, sorry, of just the... becoming you know full-time camped on your chair
3: yeah um yeah i think so it's something that like um especially gaming you're surround you're surrounded by um a lot of a lot of people that suffer from a lot of mental health problems um that's obviously me included and gaming for a lot of people becomes a a form of escapism right so it's like this sanctuary for escape and when you're when you've made a decision to sit in front of your PC and stream all day um you're maybe subject to the same kind of stuff or being being put into a routine that's arguably less healthy you know you're not going out and socializing outdoors which can be which can be obviously pretty profound in terms of helping you be happy yep. um but you're also surrounded by so many people that are suffering as well um i've never found that streaming has exacerbated my mental health problems though sitting in front of a pc and talking to people um i enjoy the fuck out of i love speaking to people in my chat talking to them um just about everyday stuff having deeper conversations with people privately there are a lot of people that reach out to me regarding mental health um having just long, long conversations with them helping obviously, I'm I'm not uh, in any way qualified to give specific medical advice regarding it. But just helping people get onto a track where they can make the right decisions and talk to the people that they need to talk to is something that's super important to me. I've had so many people reach out to me privately. Um, and I've helped them like being um, oh, there's been there's been time I've had people on discord to me, Um, and I've essentially become like a suicide hotline, um, which is something like, there's just so many things that I've done streaming that I can look back on and be like, you know what, that was, I'm proud of myself for that. And I'm glad that I made these decisions. It's something that I'm very passionate about, as you can tell, but I see a lot of posts from other streamers that I, you know, that I don't know that go viral. That's like, streamers are not therapists. Do not seek advice from us or something like that um and to some extent i do agree with that because it can be quite can be quite a difficult thing to be like people like trauma dump on you and stuff like that you'll be sat there having a good time um talking about x y and z and then some guy comes in the chat and is like yeah my girlfriend broke up with me i want to kill myself yeah and it can it can you know it can get pretty dark pretty quick but i i'm glad that when that happens I do take the time to talk to people. And I think that I've had a big impact on some people. And I know that there's one person at least that tells me quite often that I saved them and stuff like, so it's, it's nice. And there's, there's been other, there's been other stuff as well. Like, um, one, uh, I'm obviously, I'd, I'd never name names or anything like that. Um, but there's been other people who, um, have sought advice regarding like their sexuality and their family. Um, where they were in a situation where they had like a really religious family and they were terrified to come out as gay. Yeah. Um, and we sat for hours and hours and hours and talked about it. And then I remember like a month later, they messaged me like, "Yo, you know, I got the courage to tell my mom and dad and they've fully accepted me into the family. Like I'd never, I'd never thought this would be my life. Like, and that shit just like that shit just, oh man. I, yeah. I Yeah. That's lovely. It's incredible. Um, but yeah, like like I was saying being being in that position, um I think it's imp- I think it's important to use use your platform um as a means for good. And I know I don't know, there's probably a lot of people that watch me and like I'm pretty offensive sometimes and <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. But uh, It's never done with an actual like. There's never actual malice there, you know. Like, I I like, I like to, I I probably do take it a bit far sometimes. Like bantering people, and um, we're on stream, all just fucking flaming each other sometimes. But you know, there's never actual malice there. And yeah, it's all in good fun. Exactly. It's just nice to be in a position where I can use my platform as a means for good to help people that are that are vulnerable. Or yeah, I will say that there's been there's been times for me where I've been going through like real dark patches and shit and then i get like overwhelmed sometimes when people message me and i'm like oh man i don't even know if i can read it because i'm in such a bad spot (laughs) damn but yeah
2: yeah i think that's i think that's fucking beautiful that you notice like that you at least can i don't know notice that you are using your platform for good and yeah, I think um, having that healthy banter and stuff isn't taking away anything from the Yeah. The, the goodness of it. So Cheers, man. Um he also asks earlier, uh, thoughts on going into variety streaming and when are you getting your third dog? <laughs> okay.
3: Um right, third bro, third dog? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love my dogs to pieces, but three, oh my god, when they play up and there's two of them they're massive as well it is a nightmare i took them for a walk yesterday and they're normally lovely on like obviously we go out every day they're normally lovely on the walks so i let them both off they have big runarounds around the fields yesterday i don't know what got into them but they both decided to just be the biggest dicks <laughs> they they were running off not coming back when i was calling them their recall was terrible that my German shepherd Crowlo would not come back on the lead. Every time he got close, he'd like jump back. It was like, oh, joking. And oh man. It was just a nightmare. Um, and because obviously, and I live in the UK, so it's raining like a third of the year. Having a clean house, like, man, Hoovering like twice a day. Yeah, like I've just had every like I had the whole house painted and decorated, got two dogs, and my <laughs> I swear to God, the amount of mud up my fucking walls is criminal. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Oh God. Like,
3: isn't you walk them and they go through everything muddy. Like, try putting on some nice clothes before you're about to go out. Like you go downstairs. One of the motherfuckers has stood in something outside and bang, you're changing your t shirt. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm probably not gonna get a third dog. I'm really happy with two. I think they're They're great together, and I enjoy having two dogs, not three. Um, when am I going into variety streaming? This is something that I've actually been thinking about quite a lot regarding, um, regarding how I feel about uh RuneScape at the moment and being a little bit burnt. I've been enjoying a lot of the variety stuff that I was doing, uh, and I did quite a lot of it through December, and I had a lot of positive feedback as well. So it was something that I was talking to my fiance Emily about. Um, uh, it's obviously a really daunting and scary thing to do, especially as a I, I feel especially as a RuneScape streamer, because people that play RuneScape are typically typically play like RuneScape and like maybe one other game, right? Yep. Like so that it's quite a hardcore interest for them. So yeah. um deviating from it can be um yeah, pretty daunting. But it's something that I wanna certainly experiment with um over this year, maybe like one or two days a week. Um and then, you know, just see where it goes and see if, um, see if it can be something that I do more often, which would be cool. Cause I, I do enjoy playing a lot of other games as well. But that being said, that's not, um, that's not me saying that I would want to deviate from RuneScape per se, because streaming RuneScape is fucking sick. It's, it's a game where you can do such a variety of content that allows either absolute 100% concentration on the game or, almost no concentration on the game and absolute concentration on the chat and yep. there are very few games i think that offer that kind of diversity what do you think the best way to go about it is to switch to variety because i i
2: like i just have to say like yeah the rune, be becoming a runescape streamer being known for that is almost mm. like scary it's almost scary to get too known for it
3: because yeah then at that point like that's who you are yeah 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 you that. sort of get yeah you sort of get trapped into yep. maining the game and you, you know they, play another game on stream and i guarantee you you, you could have played runescape for six hours swapped to another game someone will be in your chat five minutes and they go have you quit mate have you quit old school <laughs> yeah <laughs> what literally the no
2: um i think somebody they, actually asked that when i was playing raid shadow legends i think it was unironic
3: <laughs> as well he literally came in <laughs> was like did you quit <laughs> that's so good um i hope this podcast is sponsored by raid the most ambitious <laughs> mobile rpg um but yeah i i think probably the best way to do the, the way i would want to do it at least would probably be to like um just ease myself into it start with like one variety day where it's like a specifically scheduled thing each week um and then maybe increase that um based on how fun and how well it's received
2: i think you would do absolutely great as a variety streamer because uh i don't know i i can see like myself watching your variety streams and i the only games i even watch nowadays are like i mean runescape of course and like chess like, that's a Yeah, I watch it. a
3: hell of a lot of Chess as well, yeah. Yeah. But oh, Thank you. I appreciate that a lot.
2: But I can, I, you know, if, if I really love a streamer, or, if, like, I'm just really entertained by them, I mm-hmm. would watch them play anything. Yeah. But um, well, obviously, it, depends, it depends on the day. But, yeah, I mean, I think that, I think you going into variety streaming would work out really well. And I think, yeah, like, easing into it would be the
3: best way. Thank you. It is See, really, warm it. yeah. Well, I'm warming my fart.
2: Yeah, no, no. I mean I'm being dead genuine here. It's not because you're a guest on here. It's just like yeah. seriously, I think I think you'd nail it. It what does suck though is when you see a streamer that was successful playing RuneScape and then they jump off the diving board into variety and it just isn't working out and you can just see they're just Yeah. It's just rough. Yeah. And that's just like the fucking nature of Twitch and like oh, yeah. making
3: it your job as if ugh. Deviating exactly. is fucking scary, like you said, daunting. Oh man, it is. It's terrifying. I think that's I've actually um at the moment I have not streamed for. Um my god, when was my last stream? I think it's been a week. Damn. Has it been? Yeah, I think it's been a week. Um and that's the longest I've ever taken off since being a full-time streamer wow that's the longest i've not streamed for and i think uh, like even when i've been on holidays like and stuff i've i've taken a laptop or done irl streams and stuff like that and i think that i don't know i was saying i was saying today like um, i'm starting to get that feeling like i'm terrified now like i've stopped i haven't streamed in a week i've never done that before i'm terrified now um all of these thoughts like oh my god my sub count's going to be rock bottom i'm going to be irrelevant you know all the, yep. all of those things yep. go through your head and then i feel like doing this maybe is just a healthy thing anyway because the very fact that i feel like that whenever i take 2 days off or 3 days off is an indicator of me having an unhealthy relationship with it as well yeah like if i if i feel like i can't even go on holiday with my family without having to stream that's not very fucking good is it yeah so i'm like i've not been feeling it and i just wanted to take some time off especially after december which was an absolute write-off shall we say because i was drinking a lot <laughs> <laughs> i literally and, uh,
2: for those that are wondering like i literally asked uh elliot for a picture for the thumbnail of the same as bring it up right here and i was like just give me a picture i thought he was at home and he was just gonna find a nice professional picture takes a fucking picture of him at like some bar or something (laughs) just like straight up that was the picture and i'm like let's fucking let's let's use it oh man yeah (laughs) i just wanted to make the tweet i didn't mean i didn't mean to rush you
3: so goddamn hard well i didn't i didn't know how urgent it was i didn't want to Sit there i like, just thought I... you were at home so i'm
2: like oh you you know nah. just make it a little bit urgent but yeah, i know you...
3: i know how fucking annoying it can be trying to chase people up over stuff and i can be pretty bad for it myself so. Nah, you've been fucking
2: great messaging you was fucking easy i would get replies nah. like instantaneously it was nice i've had guests where it's like i don't get a response for five days i'm like oh my god <laughs> so no it's been excellent okay oh, thank you okay uh shit See, I'm going through some Twitter topics. Okay. Uh I, I don't know if I want to there's so many meme questions, I swear to God. Okay, here's far a, away. Well, here's a good one. Annie Ellie asks, What career would you like to have pursued if not streaming? And what okay. do you think your life would have been if you had never put on that first stream? I know it's kinda mm.
3: deep, but Oh um, yeah. So this is something that I get asked a lot in my stream as well. Um, and I often say that it's like, it's quite impossible to answer because of how long I've been streaming as well, and how many different avenues of not only opportunity, but interest that's opened. Um, so it's like, it becomes super hard to say like, oh, what would I what would I have done? Um, but there, there's like so many interests that I had before streaming that I was sort of toying with and not really too sure where i wanted to or what path i wanted to pursue but this is a probably a pretty strange one and you might not have been expecting it Um, and i'm so fucking glad that this isn't me but i was um i was really passionate about um about education in general um and i wanted at one point to go into politics and (laughs) with with the end goal (laughs) of um being a driving force into basically redesigning um the entire education system. Um, wow. That like that obviously that, that I know for a fucking fact that would never have happened. It doesn't matter how big or prolific of a figure you are in whatever political um, political spectrum you're never going to single handedly be able to do something like that, but just you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Redesigning is the wrong word. I'm reforming. It, yeah, like the idea of like an educational reform that was more inclusive for people, um, like focused on um, on different means of um, testing um that wasn't so sort of universal um and restrictive for people that are you know aren't able to learn in the same kind of way or capacity yeah that was just something i was really that was something that i was really passionate about um but now i just like fucking pk and like kill dragons <laughs> and shit <laughs> um but since then like fuck me going into politics would probably be the worst fucking job I could imagine. Like thinking about that now, like, God damn, I'm so glad I didn't pursue anything like that. Um, I think, I think now it's, it's something totally different. There are actually a couple of things that I want to focus on this year. that are totally separate from streaming that. Um, obviously I'm not going to go into, but they're specific like business ventures that I want to pursue. Um, uh, I'm focusing this year um, on trying to design, prototype, and potentially patent something um, and and just see where that leads as well. That's something that I want to do. So, um, Hell yeah. That's yeah, exciting. I do. Yeah, 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 it is. It's quite daunting as well because you're starting from it. You know, this is an idea that I have that's like, you never know if it's going to succeed or fail. Yeah. Um, it's... You have to start from nowhere, basically, like a, a little design, an idea, and it's yeah, it's a it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of things to go through, but I want to do it, and I want to want to make sure that it, that I get it done by the end of the year. Um, get the ball rolling with it at least. But I think as well, like other things that I really, really fucking enjoy. If I if I were to work for somebody, um, I I would want to do some sort of presenting, um, maybe in some capacity i like the idea i I just like talking i like i like to as you can probably tell because i don't shut the fuck up (laughs) i like talking um i like presenting stuff um i like public speaking that yeah that kind of that kind of stuff interests me i I really enjoy it being being in the context of like esports as well like when i did the dead man mode stuff yeah i didn't yeah yeah i i enjoyed the casting um But I think my strengths would be more towards presenting or hosting, right? Yeah. That's, I don't know, that's just how I feel anyway. Um, Yeah. There was actually a big opportunity. This is actually uh, um, a regret that I had. Um, So when I did cast for Jagex and Deadman Mode, I was um, doing all the events at ESL. um, And I've been a Counter-Strike player for a really, really long time. Um, And... I was asked by one of the people that worked for ESL if I had any interest casting other games because he would love to have me, like, regularly come down to the studio and wow. work there. Um, and I... Like, he, he obviously knew my history in, in Counter-Strike, so I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And I had a friend in CS that was, like... He was, like, you know, just sick, and his knowledge of the game was incredible. Um we were both like, you know, it sounds, sounds so cringe, but obviously, like, we're both global, like, level 10 face it players or whatever. But he was just so infinitely more knowledgeable about the game, um, just in every capacity. And he was, he had a good voice. He, like, when he spoke about things regarding the game, it was just interesting. And I was like, man, I would love to go and do that kind of work for them, but with my friend Alex. Yeah and i asked him about it and i was like do you have any interest in this i want you know i want to speak to sam and i basically i didn't do it because i didn't have the confidence in my own ability to speak about the game in that kind of setting without him being with me even though i definitely 100% could have right yeah i just didn't have a belief in myself that i could and i never pursued it and it's that's that's one regret i've had since i've been streaming it like that's one like kind of career regret i've had i'd say yeah i
2: those opportunities arise and it's so it is daunting in a way because like at the same time like you are like it's a new opportunity you have no idea where it could go but like if it's not like exactly what you want it's so hard to say yes to something and like be legally bound like in a contract just like yeah i don't know it's it's scary i feel like so but yeah and there's
3: there's some downsides as well to it right like be i'm I'm a bit of a i'm a bit of a homebody i i have two dogs as well and obviously my fiance and if i were to do something if you know if i decided to go down a career path at some point where i was presenting um in like an esports saying then i would be flying all over the place all the time yeah like i th- like i know people that do it and they're so rarely at home so would that be hard cool, for her or like i think it would be harder for hard me hard for you. <laughs> okay that's what i was yeah
2: yeah that i mean that's clearly uh a downside because i'm fucking home-bodied as well i fucking love being home yeah. and if i had to just travel all the time like it would be exciting but it would be exhausting i feel like i wouldn't want to
3: do it long term something short term yeah, sure. would be, would be cool. definitely like going you know like flying out like maybe once every two months and doing like a week event that yeah. would be pretty cool i'd yeah. be keen for that but you know when there's like like pro leagues and stuff like that where you'll be in like malta for a month and stuff it's like and then like two weeks later you've got to fly to Cologne for another event, like an in Intel, like nah. Too much. Too much.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting, like being a streamer now, cause uh I mean, I don't wanna get into too much detail or anything, but as soon as you have any sort of boss like me as soon as i have any mm. sort of boss or somebody that's telling me what to do i instantly yeah. just start fucking hating it like i'm like stop <laughs> like stop telling me what to do goddamn. It. it's like yeah. micromanaging there is a way yeah. to really manage well and i oh, i sure. can appreciate that but yeah when you get people that are like hounding you and telling you kind of what to do it's like oh my god then you really start to appreciate what you got yeah.
3: like oh micromanaging oh god yeah it's so bad it's so
2: fucking bad and, and that experience i'm not going to go into it, it was just recent but like then i think back to my old jobs before i started streaming and i'm like okay i'm mm. very very blessed right now let me fucking take advantage of what i have right now because sometimes you kind of forget oh, what yeah. you kind of have and like you kind of start taking it for granted at least i do and, oh man
3: i yeah, yeah. i i it is so easy to take for granted, like especially when you've been doing it for such a long time. I yeah, I think no, a little I'm, taste
2: that little taste I had was like okay, yeah. Back on streaming, like this is way that's, better than anything else I could be. That's you
3: know. probably why I've never taken this many days off in a row before, because the fucking fear of not doing it is so terrifying. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Did you ever think? Well, here let me ask you this this is something i I've asked a few guests but when do you think this ends because this is such a new industry stream oh, is like does it end do you get to an age where people think you're a boomer don't want to watch you because like, i don't I don't know
3: like I honestly don't i I don't think that you get to I don't know it's hard to say because a lot of people a lot of people grow up together and the demographic for runescape is a fairly um it's it's an older demographic in in terms of video gaming right yeah it's like sort of the mid-20s uh range yep um i don't know it's really hard to say because you see a lot of people that stream that are super popular and they're older and um i don't know i i think that for a lot of people that stream streaming ends when they want a complete change of career but that being said i think it's because as a streamer you know you're like you said a second ago you know you're in such a privileged position to be able to do what you do and and such a desired position as well there are so many people that would love to play runescape all day right and and get paid for it it's a a blessing um and and lose it i don't know losing sight of it and being like oh shit holy fuck like you mentioned having you know having someone micromanage you and you're like holy fuck i'm really (laughs) lucky be able yeah. to do this um but i feel like them they must get to a point where it's like i'm just so not happy doing this anymore even though it's the it, even though it's so idealized as the best thing in the world how could you possibly complain about playing a video game reading a chat and making money you such a twat to do it aren't you like, <laughs> <laughs> um but it but yeah i i don't know like maybe maybe we'll be sat there uh you know wrinkles crow's feet you know the (laughs) fucking grandkids on the lap i've got the i've got the granddaughter running the laps i'm making a bloody (laughs) mare in the background
2: (laughs) see i actually think honestly this game is so unique and niche that i can actually see in 20 years from now the same fucking 40 year old like the 20 year olds we have now are gonna be getting to their 50s and we're still gonna be doing the same thing like
3: Oh, man. Yeah. There will be,
2: there will be like some new thing, you know, like where we're out of touch with it. But there's going to be like some new thing where all the early 20 year olds then are going to be starting up and we're going to be like, what? Like, what's this new shit? I'm not getting involved with that. And then we end up just being like the boomers that are still stuck on Twitch, like doing our things. It'll 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 become like Facebook. Facebook used to become like a young thing. Now it's just all these old people on it yeah can you imagine
3: that that probably will happen i mean who
2: knows honestly yeah (laughs) yeah okay here's a little question from flo the uim he asks tips for us new small creators breaking out and getting noticed and he's also very excited for this cast thinks you're a solid guest
3: thank you flo i appreciate that That that's very nice um it's so this is a, a question for me um that's quite difficult because i I started streaming runescape so like you know so many years ago now when it the when the category was nowhere near as uh saturated as it is now um so becoming noticed for me I think was quite easy in comparison to what it probably is now for a lot of people um oh, man honestly it's really hard like i mean i could just give the same kind of you know copy paste answers be consistent make sure you have a schedule (laughs) um what is something that like
2: like, was really unique to you like what did you uniquely do that was different than what like different uh, than the typical answers I i guess
3: I think there's like a level of divisiveness around my character that you've probably seen as well. Like yeah. I like, I, I like to talk about anything. Um, I, I like to tell stupid stories. I, I just basically just, ha- I, I don't like to have a filter and I think that maybe what made me stand out, if it, if anything, um, would be, um, just the kind of, the level of things that I would talk about, the kind of stories that I would tell, the lack of shame or humiliation that I have. I, I'm not embarrassed about pretty much anything. Um, so I can be as open and, on, and honest and as seemingly weird as I want without feeling any shame. And I'm just totally comfortable with doing that. And maybe that's why people like me. But it might... Or it's definitely a, another reason why a lot of people don't like me. Um, but, you know, each to their own, so... But I, yeah, so I mean... Being it's just being yourself,
2: just being who you are.
3: Yeah, don't try and be somebody else. It's just, yeah. Y- and you can see when people do it. They're... That's got to be so hard for the long term.
2: Pl- just <laughs> acting, basically, every time you go live. Oh my god. That'd be so yeah, exhausting.
3: Yeah, fuck that. Um, and talk to other people. And don't be afraid to ask for tips as well. Like, if you're, if you're looking to go into, like, YouTube side of things rather than Twitch, there are so many... Um, there are so many sort of like tips and tricks into like hitting certain algorithms that... Hey, shout out to Framed, by the way, because there are so many people that do... Um, well, that, that primarily do YouTube for RuneScape that have said, you know, I would not be in this position if it weren't for Framed. Framed Framed is the guy that helps pretty much everyone with that stuff. Wow. Um. So, yeah, apparently... You know, I've I've not spoken to Framed about YouTube stuff, but he's uh he's supposed to be extremely helpful and is a uh yeah, is a good lad in the community. I have a lot of respect for Kevin. Um but yeah, don't be afraid to ask people for help, you know? Like don't don't be afraid to say, Yo, can you give me a hand with this? Can you give me some advice? Where do you think I've gone wrong? Where do you think I've gone right? Um put in the hours, make sure that you are consistent, obviously. Um and also the idea that like people think that you need to be people think people think that you need to be doing something crazy different to be recognized or popular i don't think that's necessarily true it probably helps um it definitely helps but i think just being a moderately interesting person that has a passion for the game talks to people well Doesn't alienate their viewers. Maybe I need to work on that (laughs) a bit sometimes. Then yeah, I mean, and, and engage with people. Don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to use people as like you know to get interactions. I get people do that all the time. Like you know, it's fine. I you know. Talk to people that other creators that you like and you know, talk to them publicly and engage with them, and people will see you and word of mouth, etc. 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 Seems a little bit uh superficial and a little bit fake, but everyone fucking does it, right? Yep, and then it all of a sudden becomes not fake, it's like it's almost like yeah, who you be- are at that point, exactly. I say that everyone does it, I actually don't really do that because i i don't really watch any streams other than like counter-strike E-sports <laughs> yeah i'm like on the chess category like half a day i'm like oh yeah, shit. Bro, i should yeah, probably be there. like helping out my my own my own homies you know i'm talking to chess bra fucking love those guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you watch chess bra uh yeah i
2: tend to go to daniel naroditsky uh, okay yeah, I, I also yeah. watch hikaru as well but yeah, yeah. I, I watch chess bra occasionally
3: Hikaru's pretty intense, isn't he?
2: <laughs> I love him because, like, he's... So- I-, I didn't like him at first, I'll be honest. I didn't like watching mm. him, and then I think he started growing on me, and he is yeah. so different. Like, he's so unique, and his humor is so, like, me- weird. It's like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, almost yeah. He think has- he's being, uh, like, I don't know, almost... Like almost like he's the butt of a joke, but no, he isn't. Like he's he's like a five mm. head, and he's actually above it, but you don't realize it because you're like, yeah, yeah, it is something
3: weird, but I fucking love it. I I think that Hakaru has like an air of arrogance around him that is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and that's why I fucking it's love it. So funny. <laughs> yeah. He he know he knows he's being so fucking arrogant, <laughs> and he sits there, and you can tell by this stupid little micro <laughs> grin that he does, and it makes me <laughs> crease, man. <laughs> That's why I like it because yeah. on top of everything like
2: people tend to either love or absolutely fucking hate people that are really good at something.
3: Yeah. And for sure. For he's
2: sure. really fucking good at chess. And so he's going to get that on both sides. People just absolutely hate him or people love him. And Yeah. Oh my god, like I, there's something about his arrogance though, but it's so good. Like he just nails it. Cuz clearly yeah. he's fucking good and like there's no question about it. So I don't know. I just think the whole yeah, thing I'm is Yeah, I'm I'm a I'm
3: a big fan of him as well. I like um, some of my favorite chess content is like the um, when chess bra do the subscriber battles um, and they sit there and they'll like they'll do sometimes like drinking games of subscriber battles and they'll sit there um, like, you know, taking shots when their subs lose. And then it eventually just gets more and more abusive at their own viewers. (laughs) It's so fucking good. I
2: love that shit. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. There's something about like the chess world that's also like just very like prestigious and sort of mysterious in a way because yeah. chess is like an unbeatable game in a way you oh know, yeah
3: it's just it's not solved is yeah it?
2: yeah so it's just an unsolved game and you got it's just cool when they start talking within the chess community of like the highest up grandmasters it just, it just seems like an, an entirely different world that i'm not yeah. familiar with and it's so cool listening to and just yeah, hearing about is. these people that just fucking grind the game so hard and it kind of relates to runescape a little bit you hear of legends in the runescape category like exact and wooks and stuff and it's just cool to hear about these legends you're like oh my god yeah so
3: i would love to be a chess grandmaster unfortunately i'm nowhere near a chess grandmaster dude can (laughs) you imagine being a chess grandmaster and go to a park and just like dominating people (laughs) just the title is so fucking cool isn't it Oh yeah, cool. I'm a chess grandmaster. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the closest thing you can get to a wizard.
2: <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay,
2: frick, uh, we're getting close to the end. So, um kind of uh there's a couple things I want to ask you, but frick has a topic regarding fitness. What was the okay. most what was the most mentally challenging issue you dealt with on your fitness journey? And if you'd like to just go into your fitness journey
3: a little bit because yeah so it's something that i was i've always been passionate about doing um and there was never really um there's i don't know there's never really been like a specific mental battle for me it's always been like the hardest part is like wanting perfection right like aesthetic perfection getting to a point where you're like i look good and then going i don't need the perfection anymore and then always be like teetering on the but you're never actually going to be 100 percent satisfied either because you're always critiquing yourself and being your world's worst critic yep. um also at the moment i think that um the biggest obstacle for me was i slipped a disc in my back ah, um shit so that sucked um and it was not doing anything cool or heroic. I I, I bet my missus that I would be able to outrun my cockapoo um, in a foot race, the dog, my parents' dog. Um, and she was like, you obviously can't run faster than the dog, Elliot. You're stupid. And I was like, <laughs> well, watch this. Uh, so I had a race with my dog and obviously I lost. And she, the, the dog ran in front of me. Um, so I had to obviously either stop as fast as I could or run into the dog and i wasn't going to run into the dog yeah so i slammed on the proverbial brakes and then i just felt something go ah, in my back fuck and yeah that. so there's been times where like that's relapsed and i've not been able to lift and it's like just being like a mid-20s bloke that can't that, like, go on runs and stuff that is, is literally amazing.
2: awful by the way i feel so like honestly whenever i'm not working out and yeah. I'm not being like healthy and stuff like that. I'm always like dude, I am wasting this perfect I'm I am a perfectly healthy like 20 or tw- mid 20 dude. Like I should yeah. be enjoying my body while I can. Like I have no fucking issues with it and then like when I'm just sitting playing all day, it's like yeah. you got to <laughs> you got to take these things like I don't know. Yeah, I, I take sure. it for granted because something as as little as like that just happened out of the blue, you know, all of a sudden you one of your discs and your fucking back just fucked up and it's just like you actually Um, want to work out at this point you just can't and then you're like okay like
3: yeah 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 it's really and especially doing other stuff like i do a lot of climbing and stuff like that but not being able to do certain sporting activities it's like i mean obviously i know there's going to be there's other people with way worse injuries than me but yeah you know a man with one arm isn't invalidated by a man with zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's sometimes it can take a toll on me, and I'm like, for fuck's sake! I remember, yeah, it, it just sucks, man. But um, at the as well, like there's there's also like two sides to this because when you are somebody that goes you know to the gym all the time, super obsessed with what you're eating, like everything I eat in my head, I'm counting the calories of um so like i'm always keeping like a mental track of what i'm eating yeah. and i think that part of that was like a lot of it is d- due to like body dysmorphia yeah. um and some level of narcissism but since i've been medicated and i'm barely any anxiety you know what i've had no motivation to fucking eat clean and work out <laughs> so now i'm not obsessed with how i look like i'm just like eh, whatever i won't go to the gym today and before that would be like it would be like a mental fucking warfare going on in my head like why the fuck haven't you gone to the gym today you fat shit <laughs> like yeah. I, it would be so like so like toxic but There's
2: pros and cons to it all because yeah that that toxicity yeah. and that mental shit that you have to deal with it did yeah. keep you looking you know good yeah yeah just exactly like yeah, there's no winning, man. There's no perfect balance you'll ever get,
3: but... Exactly. Yeah. It's nice getting to a point where you think you're reasonably happy with it and then just sort of cruising and smooth sailing. Don't try and chase perfection because it will just end up being shit. You're never going to find it. Sorry, that's... Oh my God, we're about to end and I've just ended on that. The most the most, the I'm most a... like cynical, <laughs> cynical breakaway ever. <laughs> I'm a little curious because...
2: Like I have a little bit of body dysmorphia. I wouldn't say it's anything extreme, but I almost like wonder the. Ma- I feel like the majority of people have to have that, at least, like in America oh. or like any like developed country. You know, just like
3: man, a hundred percent. Like the kind of images and stuff that you're subject to, you're being you're being constantly compared to like the idea of perfection. Yeah. Like you're being, you're constantly you're, the idea of perfection is packaged up, branded and sold to you all the time, right? Yep. Um. So yeah, it's just it's just yeah. such a super common thing. I mean, like, yeah, I, I, I can imagine that a lot of people, probably the majority of people suffer from at least some um, body dysmorphia or at some point in their life will.
2: Yeah. And it's a really weird thing when you really think about it that you're actually looking at your body and then altering it in your mind. Yeah. Like, that it's, is it's so like fucked up. That's so weird to think that that's even a thing. But yeah. yeah.
3: It must be, pretty and it's common. even, it's even more weird when you're aware that it's happening. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. it's like, I won't go to the gym for two days. I'll be like, I look like shit. I'm. I'm where's my muscle? I've lost it. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. you know, next day I will wake up, eat clean as fuck, have a massive workout. Look at myself and be like, oh, I look so good. I'm just Nothing's like what? Happened. <laughs> Yeah, legit. What are you talking about, you dumbass? Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's like being self aware of those yeah, of that sort of dysmorphia. But yeah. still like pandering to it as well. Is it's just so weird. Yeah. It's so weird. Okay. Um for those
2: listening, we do have uh Elliot is a little busy tonight, so um I will be wrapping it up, but before we wrap up, I need to ask for three shout outs from you. Okay. And uh they don't have to be the top three, as uh, as I've mentioned in almost every single cast. Just three that you think are deserving.
3: Three people that I think are deserving of a shout out. Yeah. Um and why. Okay. Um let me think. Oh, I wasn't expecting this. Now I feel like I got a <sighs> Again, I'm trying to ease it on you because
2: it doesn't have to be Again. the best three. Just three. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, five. yeah. Okay, okay. So, like I said to you before, I don't watch too much Twitch. Um, when I am, I'm usually watching some sort of esport, usually Counter-Strike. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say I'm a big fan, and I haven't watched her much, but when I did watch her. And she, I, I really hope she doesn't fucking hate me because if she does, she's gonna be like, "Oh my god." She kind of reminded me of like a woman version of me, and I really like Zoe Pancakes. She, she, that's the most narcissistic thing as well as well. Um, watch her because she's kind of like me. Uh, Zoe Pancakes is hilarious. I'm a big yes. fan. She made me, she made me laugh a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed her stream. Very, very good chat. Yeah. Um, she's, she's a very.
2: She is so unique. Like, Mm. there's no other streamer quite like her on the OSRs category. So, yeah, for sure. I'll give her a shout out as well. Yeah. Yeah. I I like
3: Zoe. She's cool. Um, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to have to say my boy Ron. Obviously, Ron plays games. He's one of my Group Iron Men team members that is currently carrying the team whilst benefiting (laughs) off of my Rune Arrow stacks that I constantly (laughs) give him um and yeah he's just you know he's funny ron's ron's a good laugh you like ron um and i feel like i should give someone outside of my group as well because if i give someone else inside i could just say i could just easily be like ron perp and couldn't I? that's so predictable um he doesn't need a shout out but goody hell yeah On YouTube. Sick. Just sick videos. They're so so unique, the storytelling behind all of the operations that he does. He could make a video, do nothing, like tell a story about how he intended to do this game-breaking thing, fail... And I would still be happy. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the thing that he was intended to do could never happen. And I'd be like, well, that was good anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Ronan. His content is incredible. I just wish they'd upload more.
2: Yeah. That's the unfortunate thing. Is like, when you truly have a YouTuber that just comes out with amazing content, it's always, like, not enough. It's just never enough, it feels like. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Skiddler or Elliot... It uh, flew by two hours. They did. It was good. By um, there's obviously much more we could talk about regarding the game, regarding streaming and stuff. But I think we left off at a nice point. So yeah, I will thank have.
3: You for, thank you for having me on. It was oh, been, yeah, it was really
2: good actually. Thank you for coming on. We'll have your no uh, Twitch links in the description. Twitter. Do you have a YouTube? By the way,
3: I do. Yeah, I upload. Um, I upload. Uh, highlights to it that are marked so they're highlights with the illusion of not actually being a highlight okay so what do you mean well they're just stream highlights but i mean if you read the titles
2: (laughs) so it's not actually a highlight or what
3: well you read the title incredible item upgrades (laughs) on the group iron man and you think you're watching a progress video you're not you're watching a fucking highlight video of me drinking beer out of a shoe you don't know you want to watch it but you might actually want to watch it hell yeah
2: well we'll have we'll have we'll have your youtube linked as well then check it out i'll I'll subscribe as well i didn't know you did youtube so thank you um any other links that you'd like
3: provided uh no that's fine
2: all right guys i hope you enjoyed this one definitely uh it was it was a nice episode. I don't think we covered much about RuneScape and stuff, but it was just I yeah, think it overall was... it was just good good vibes, so I appreciate it.
3: No worries. Thank
2: you again for having me on. My pleasure. All right guys, next week it is not set in stone, but I do plan to get Moddyis on sometime, Roydy on and Behemoth on. So uh None of them are set in stone yet. I'm going to try to get them all set up. So thank you guys for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.
3: Bye.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.